0: So we're kicking off this week's 9Hertz podcast with the sound of Horndal, who have one of the best concept albums and one of the best basses for an album I've heard in a long time. So they've got an album out called Lake Drinker, which is a fantastic kind of concept record. I mean, it's about the place they live, Horndal itself, which seems to have been abandoned as as almost like a mining town a few years ago. The album talks about various stages of, of its sort of decay and the fact that it's a bit like a Rust Belt town in in America. Yeah, they're from sort of close to Stockholm in Sweden. Like, there's a bit more to say about this, isn't it, Pete? I mean, there's there's all sorts of concepts coming in here, and Google being one of them.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's that kind of... It, there was a the label kind of put out... I think it's a prosthetic put out a thing saying, only list this album if you're from one of these towns. Like, you know, kind of almost... Jokey statement, but the the places were you know European or American Rust Belt towns like you say and the and it mentioned um it mentioned like Blackburn and Burnley and Doncaster these northern English towns from Yorkshire and Lancashire as well where they kind of had their livelihood stripped by kind of capitalist conservative governments over the last you know three four decades. That it's created havoc in its place, like life wrecking abandonment that follows. I saw a review site kind of compare it to the Bruce Springsteen of of sludge, which which made me laugh. It actually made me think of um, a, a band close to us from Rotherham, who called Berserkovitz. We they played many Nine Hertz gigs. Friends, you know, really uh, friends of ours, and they sang about the pits and the mines being closed in Rotherham, you know, another Yorkshire town in a similar situation. I mean, it's probably the only time you compare Preserve for and Bruce Springsteen, but still, you know, like, it, it's just the whole thing. You get it, you get the passion in it and the the anger, and it, and, it, and it, it's righteous, it's right, you know, that, that these stories should be told. And, you know, all the more power to them for it.
0: I think the, the main thing is that they're telling the story about a steel mill that's been closed down and basically, like, the town's on its arse, to be honest. But then there was, like, a little glimmer of hope when Google said, oh, you know, we're going to build a data centre there, it's going to bring jobs, it's going to bring prosperity. Then they realised that to call the data centre they were going to drain the lake uh, that it was going to be situated next to, hence the name of the album. So it's just like, you know, that, that kind of hope that gets instilled in these in these whole swathes of culture only to be taken away It's quite a common story, really. I guess the, the much-vaunted kind of northern powerhouse and you know them trying to re- regenerate cities that have lost their heart a little bit that's the kind of thing they're sort of talking about you know it happens all over the world you know there's there's so many dead cities and towns and it's a real shame when uh, things like this happen i guess it's the will of the world but you know it's a, it's a real shame when communities get the uh, brunt of it so it's quite cool um to sort of see this as a concept i'm not i'm not quite sure what point they're trying to make i mean i think some of it's environmental some of it's kind of political but it makes for a very dark it's very metal <laughs> a very metal um, aesthetic isn't
1: it yeah yeah and it's the social cost it's the you know it's a higher employment and the you know the mental health the health of the people who live there and you know these are the things you know it's it, it's right that they should be highlighted and, and raised through any kind of forum or medium and if that's kind of through heavy music brilliant you know but that's that's better for us
0: definitely kind of reminds me of that film dark waters if you've seen that as well
2: no,
0: so, no it's about poisoning of um, a lake um, uh, and sort of contaminating ground in America, which goes into the water of course. It's based on real story. Um, a chemical, I think it's um, it's one of the big chemical companies that everyone knows. I can't remember the name of it now, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's all that kind of um, environmental damage that we can probably prevent anyway. So yeah, Horndale. Uh, that was absolutely brilliant. So that song was called Horndale's Bloodbads, uh which we think is Horndale's Bloodshed, uh, which is quite apt for an opener uh, for this record. So if you want this, you can get to horndale.bandcamp.com. Lake Drinker, what what an album. I think it's going to probably appear on a lot of people's album of the year lists already, uh, and it's only April. So brilliant stuff. As ever, it's the 9Hips podcast, so we've got nine amazing tracks for you this week. The next one, um, we're going to play two tracks from riot season this weekend they're, they're just constantly putting out amazing stuff and and you know this is no different really i gather this is a remaster of a tape that came out in 2019 quite a limited tape uh, by a band called dope purple and yeah they're from taiwan and this is just like psych like you, you'd expect from riot season i guess but it's it, yeah it's just wild so much um, guitar noodling and psychedelia you know the deal if you know riot season already you know the deal it's going to be quite out there. Had you heard this one before, Pete? Because It's been out a few years now, I guess. No, I hadn't.
1: I, I was glad, you know. It's glad to hear it. I'm glad Riot Season put out because, you know, inevitably it'll find that you know it's our way to us because we'll listen to everything they put out. And I like the fact that this week, you know, they put two records out this week, and we both chose one, you know, unknowing what we were going to do. So we just had to play both. You know, I mean, that that's that says something about that label. This is you know it's fantastic. I, so, I mean, just one thing as well on the on the band name. You know, I'm, I'm never sure about the band names which kind of take off. <laughs> yeah. You know, most established band, but this is brilliant. It's perfect. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm quite happy with this. It's really good. But what I like is, and you know, in a very riot season way, it's not just psych and and kind of you know wild jams and out there. You know, really out there type stuff. Which it is. But it, it's it's raw. It's it's kind of real sharp distortion, you know, to it. Which it's almost affects <laughs> the music. You know, it, it kind of scars it. It's not clean. It's not it's not flowery. It's just going at it all the way through, and that that's what really grabbed me about this.
0: Yeah, it's really um, focused. I think. It, I mean, a lot of psychedelia can kind of whittle on and you know lose your interest a little bit. But this one, I think, it gets straight to the point. I mean, the songs are quite long, but they do aim. And, and land exactly where the band won them to, so I think that's, that's amazing really. It looks like the vinyl is actually sold out, which is amazing, but you can still get the digital version at uh, riotseasonrecords.bandcamp.com The album's called Grateful End and we're going to play My Evilness. Is a song by the band Bleeth who are from Miami and uh, yeah it's just kind of it's, I mean they mentioned Torch in the production of it but I think it has got a, a bit of a spirit of that band to it very sort of focused very snarling sort of delivery I thought yeah Pete you came across this one what sort of grabbed you about it something about
1: the bands from Miami you know like like we say really torch and floor and cavity and dove you know and, and that sound at least just not kind of settling for your typical sound you know whether it's sludge or doom or or whatever it is it's it's kind of just shifting it slightly and then you know i don't know whether there's you know something in the scene or 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 just in the kind of the area in the water god knows when kind of heavy music like this when heavy doom music comes out there then tends to be special and and i've not heard this band before and i don't know why because it's been around a while and that's my mistake because this is fantastic. Um, it's out in May. I should say this is kind of the advanced track. It kind of there's bits of noise rock in there, there's hardcore in there, it's all encapsulated with that doomy bassy sound. It reminds me a bit at times like you know, the heavy Hydra head bands, you know, yes. Post metal without kind of sounding like Isis or Luna or, or Neurosis. You know, thinking it, it got me thinking of bands like Keel Hall or Knut or you know, those type bands as well. And that's just just within this track i found this intriguing and and it's another one of those songs the more i listen to it the more it clicked to me. and i I had it on a couple of weeks ago because we got an advance um of the you know
0: the whole record
1: and as i played it again and again i I just thought i've got to play it now i'm not going to wait till the album's out because it's because it's that good
0: yeah it's um very impressive i really can't believe i've not come across them before so they've been going since about 2015 i i that's why i love this podcast we uncover stuff that you know neither of us have heard before it turns out they've got a back catalog to delve into so brilliant stuff and yeah i I'm absolutely with you on the kill hall and Knut side it's it's that kind of it's not mathy but it's it's technical um without mm-hmm. being kind of um showy wanky. or yeah <laughs> wanky is a great description of some of those kind of bands um so yeah yeah it, it's just a lot of groove to it and a lot of a lot of promise, I I can't wait to hear the rest of it to be honest, so yeah um, we're going to play Skin of Your Teeth uh, it's off the album Harbinger and you can get this at (laughs) bleef.bandcamp.com Trepanation Recordings are putting out some of the best music uh, this year. I think their release schedule is just phenomenal, and yeah, they they seem to be picking up the best bands from around the world. And this is another one, Gangreened, who seem to um, have have kind of like been a bit quiet themselves. They're sort of formed around, I don't know, it looks like they had a break from about 2015, so they've been away a a while. And yeah, it just sounds to me like the best kind of stuff from the late 90s, early 2000s, sort of funneled into this really heavy punishing band and it's got like a lot to say in its sort of short run time and I, I really like it. What, what did you reckon to this, Peter? Did you heard it before? Only
1: uh, just just around the same time as kind of we were picking our list, so you know, I'd have probably ended up on mine to be honest. I, I really enjoyed it that much. The one thing I noted actually, just from what you were saying, was that the kind of the on hiatus from 2015, it mentions uh, immediately after sporting Bongzilla on a tour. It, it kind of it, it just conjured images of them just being completely broken. <laughs> what by, happened on by that by tour? Which, having kind of you know, having seen them back in the day, you know, a lot and seeing them around the, their tours, yeah. is fully imaginable. To be honest, I found this to be really exciting. I love the kind of sluggish lethargy to it, you know, to the point where the riff can barely complete. You know, like that's I love that kind of those elements of, of kind of the real kind of slow and trudging doom and sludge like that and. And I always will, like, you know. I'll always kind of um, drag myself to music like this.
0: So, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Quite nihilistic as well. Quite a sort of depressive kind of approach to song titles and lyrics and delivery so yeah the, the sort of dragging out of the notes i think sort of emphasizes that perfectly really really like this the album's called deadly algorithm and you can get it at trepanation or if you want the vinyl version you can get that via gangrene.bandcamp.com really really impressive stuff i'd recommend putting the whole album on but we're going to play the song hologrammy So it's always great when a band gets in touch uh, to send us something special. And it shows a bit of passion, I think. And um, yeah, this next one, we're really glad they did. So a band called Luminous Vale have got in touch, and their record is so strange. It's kind of uh, a mix between kind of black metal and this very, um, almost like a grindcore approach to using samples and sound collages and stuff. Yeah, it just kind of blew my mind a little bit, Pete. What did you reckon? Yeah,
1: the same. And, you know, it was nice. You know, we, like, we got, I, I know nothing about this band. And we got an email directly from the band. It was just a link to, you know, to it kind of to the album, slightly prior to it coming out. And there's something about that. There's something about it. Instead of it coming from a PR, a PR company, and, you know, we, we're very grateful to all these PRs for sending the stuff, but you, you feel like you've been sold something. And this was just, here, listen to this and see what you think. And I loved it. It was that kind of strange, mystical, infused black metal with, you know, there's a, like, this cosmic atmosphere to it and, and like more colourful than you'd expect and, and then you kind of find in your typical black metal, it's the, those weird intricate guitar bits that provided the illumination. and. The kind of the result is this really wonderful atmosphere you know that kind of sparks kind of your imagination and it feels otherworldly it does all that without being pretentious or without histrionics and and by the time there's a bit right towards the end when that kind of twinkling odd guitar sound comes back and and by then i was, I was completely transfixed I, I just, it's, it's you know almost magical
0: yeah it's it's got this kind of atmosphere about it that sort of takes you on a bit of a not a journey but it feels like an experience rather than just another black metal album yeah i was i was wrapped by this really really interesting like you say the songs move from like in a bit of a collage style really they sort of go from these very roughly recorded vocal samples like some of them are political some of them are spiritual some of them go on a little bit and and you kind of you get listening to them like almost like um you listen to some sort of audio book or something it's amazing uh and then the, the yeah the music is otherworldly. Really strange. So yeah, really, really enjoyed this, and it seems like it's their sixth release since uh, 2019. So um, if you like this, then (laughs) you can go and uh, dip into whatever else they've done. So you can get this at luminousveil1.bandcamp.com. The EP's called Neuroklesis Entelecki, and we're going to play the opening song, Retrodiction, by Mystic Horaries.
3: The section of the internal state of the body isn't about figuring out what's there, it's about controlling regulation, keeping physiological variables within the tight bounds that are compatible with survival. When the brain uses predictions to figure out what's there, we perceive objects as the causes of sensations. When the brain uses predictions to control and regulate things, we experience how well or how badly that control is going. So our most basic experiences of being a self, of being an embodied organism, are deeply grounded in the biological mechanisms that keep us alive.
0: So sometimes you come across a record that kind of sounds very familiar uh, without actually being familiar at all. And I think that's the case with this next record uh, from Ireland's uh, Soothsayer. Transcending Obscurity have um, put out so many amazing bands recently, and this just kind of struck me as something unique and and quite exciting, really. I I don't know if this is their debut, um, I don't know whether they've recorded much before, but this is a really... Towering piece of work, really. I mean, it's full of guests. You've got Eugene Robinson from Oxbow on there, uh, you've got Paul Catton, who used to be in Medulla Nocte, Murder One, and all these other bands on there as well. So, it's, we're talking sort of sludge rock royalty here. It's got people from Benediction and uh, bands called Requiem and Wolf Council on it as well. So, I've tried to pick a song off here which just showcases the band themselves. They're getting rave reviews elsewhere, and um yeah, it just kind of blew me away. This, this is really accomplished record i mean i shouldn't sound surprised i mean you know bands can come out with this kind of stuff straight away but what an album what an achievement i really enjoyed this what i like
1: is it's it has the those kind of layers and textures and kind of the songs evolve in, in a way which kind of you find in post-metal but within the, within the doom sound instead within you know it's it's more doom and sludge it's it's grand but it's still growling and um, it, you know, it creates vast atmospheres that weight to it all, all times. You know, they, they find they find ways to diverge and bloom in these songs, and it just feels, you know, it feels like this epic, towering release. Um, and the whole, you know, it feels a, a real accomplishment. I don't, you know, the, I, I, like I say, I do, like you say, I, I don't know this band previously, I, I, and. I don't know if they've been building to this or not, but either way, it doesn't matter because this is this is a really impressive record.
0: People are calling it one of the doom albums of the year, and I think it's got so much going for it that it bears uh, repeating. Really, I mean, listening to the whole record as a piece, it feels like a very joined-up conceptual piece as well. And they've gone to I think Transcending Obscurity do go to town on most of their releases in terms of the merchandise and stuff. But we have to mention the fact that they've done a um, coffin-shaped. Wooden autographed CD box set, which is sold out, long sold out. But yeah, that's um, kind of a statement of intent, if a label's willing to do that, for an EP release, which is essentially what this is. That's pretty amazing. I mean, it's quite a long EP. I think there's six songs, it's about an hour long.
1: And something about Transcending Obscurity as well. We said said it a couple of podcasts ago, when they do Doom, you know, when we're talking the Eremit or Subterian or Jupiterian, it is, you know, it is this epic, incredibly laid, long song
0: music and it's always you know amazing yeah it's like if you're going to do something do it properly and they're doing that in in spades really really cool Uh, i have to say i really enjoyed the track with eugene robinson i'm a big oxbow fan so um it's quite nice to hear him i mean he guests on so many records there's there's so many instances of him he's been doing it for years uh, capricorns and manatees come to mind as as some of the standouts that he's done over the years but i think he's got a bit more room here that um he probably doesn't in oxbow these days i think oxbow have become a bit more transcendental a bit more concepty so yeah i think he likes the the space to kind of create these noises um and this one's particularly tuneful and particularly in in keeping with the song which is not always the case with his work you know he's he's quite a wild improviser so yeah really really cool to to sort of see him still making these appearances uh yeah so we're going to sort of um showcase a song that um isn't Uh, featuring any any guests just sort of uh, let this band Soothsayer um, have a a, a showing you like just how good they are Um, there's a video for this song as well which you can see at soothsayer.bandcamp.com or via the transcending obscurity bandcamp Uh, we're going to play the song cities of smoke Pete, you're very good at picking Stoner Rock and, and Doom and you, you're almost keeping on me on a, a sort of 9Hz a traditional 9Hz track sometimes with the, the stuff that you play in this next band are no different really so um, a band called Dune Rider seems to be their first record and yeah, I really enjoyed this I mean, seven tracks of pedal to the metal sort of stuff and we've been sort of talking off air there's definitely something of torch about them but not quite sure what it is it might be the bomb string it might be the sort of the low end that they're employing here but yeah, just thought this was great
1: yeah, I, I, yeah. The, the first track is it, slightly sprightlier than the others I found, and, and therefore I think that's, they're the one, you know, I had kind of Torch to mind, I had Bands like even like Chuck Fighters, and, you know, from the, the artwork, the band name, you think you're in full-on stoner rock territory, but it's actually heavier than that. There's bits, you know, I had kind of Tone Alone, and, and even like St. Biter's in mind as well, uh, reminders of other bands kind of flying past me all the while. But the main thing is I loved the record. I, I really did. I kind of just sat there and played this twice too and just consumed it i found it fascinating i think the most common thread you know people will find it, that bands like black shape of nexus or attics you know that that heavy kind of plodding doom sound which is all about the tone you know that brilliant tone and then these thick riffs leaving murky deep imprints everywhere you know it's just loved it i think i think if you're into kind of doom you know the stoner end of doom you, you're gonna kind of you get this instantly if you haven't found it already. There's a bit, you know, the riff at the end of this song I just love. I mean, I'll always kind of love this stuff and I'll always, this will be my first love, you know, and anything I can bring to the podcast like this, all the better. But music of this quality you just don't find all that time. It's It's. It's a really good album all the way through.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd be very interested to know. I'm I'm sure June Ryder will let me know. Um, but I'm pretty sure that they'll either be using uh, Matams or Orange Caps for this it just sounds like that rattling, deep sound. Uh, I mean, I'm no guitar nerd, but I can kind of tell when I can hear something like that. Watch watch them come back and say, no, we use Standard Marshals or something like that. <laughs> something of really normal after this. But yeah, I, I thought the the tone here they've struck is... It's fantastic. it's a really good balance between the sort of tunefulness of stoner rock but with the, the ferocity of sludge and I think that that sort of deserves a play uh, every time. So you can get this at dunerider.bandcamp.com, uh, The album's called Ruins and we're going to play on a sound of it called Sandwalker. So, I think we're used to strange formats on the podcast. We've we sort of been sent everything from a flexi 7 inch to stuff on uh, mini CDs and all sorts. We get all sorts of uh, strange and uh, wonderful file formats to sort of download and everything like that. But I don't think I've ever seen a band uh, release an album on a USB flash drive. <laughs> so uh, the next band, Old Horn Tooth, who we played back in uh, July 2019, their debut from the Ghost Grey Depths. Um, they've come back with a single track, a single EP uh, called True Death. And, yeah, it's absolutely monstrous. But, yeah, you can you can buy it. Well, you could have. I think it, I think it might have sold out by now. On a USB flash drive, which gives you the digital album, gives you a video and all sorts, apparently there's some beer recipes on there, I'm not quite sure how that works but brilliant and uh, yeah, you can of course get it on tape as well uh, which is amazing but yeah, back to the music, it's just this towering Doom song and we love this kind of thing here and, and yeah, this was almost like an instant pick for me. Uh, what did you make of this, pick Because we absolutely loved their debut I think.
2: Yeah,
1: it's good to see him back as well, you know, the, it's, it's kind of the, it is an ode to Doom, <laughs> you know, it, it's everything about it you to listen to it's a commitment you know there's 20 minutes there but once you do you lock yourself into this trance-like state of pure doom um and and i know we're going to play a snippet because we can't on the podcast but it is the wrong way to consume this you need to kind of um sit down and lock yourself in because i hate the word journey but you know it, you've you've got to be you've got to go along with it wholly a great aim and a, a brilliant way for a band to return. I
0: think. Yeah, I think they describe themselves as, as hypnotic. Yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, it's just a, it really sort of shows off what they sound like. Yet to see this band live, um, I'd love to see them at Desert Fest or something like that. But um, we'll have to see uh, you know how quickly we can get, get back to gigs. Really, uh, it's been a long time since I've stood in front of some amplifiers. So can't wait, Uh, and I think Old Horntooth would be an absolutely perfect one to sort of break us back in, but yeah in the meantime, turn this one up, we're going to play an excerpt from True Death, you can get this at oldhorntooth.bandcamp.com So we've just realised that uh, we played this band, this next band before, USA Mexico, back on uh, the new release podcast number four. So we're on uh, episode 123 in total of the Nine Notes podcast. Most of those are new releases, but uh, yeah, it's quite nice to revisit. Something that we played very, very early on. So I think we must have got an advance copy in January 2019, because this came out in uh, April. So it's probably been two, like nearly two years since an album from these guys. Uh, again, this is on Riot Season. Uh, brilliant record called Del Rio, overdriven to hell. Like psychedelic, fuzzy, strange, yeah, love it. And, and I think I probably would have picked this if you hadn't, Pete.
1: I've kind of been transfixed for a few weeks now. It's almost like an ultra fuzz experiment, you know, pushed out to its extremes to the point where you know it sounds like a noise band, not not a noise rock band, but a noise band. You know, like where you got some dodgy kind of noise gig somewhere, and it's just overloaded. You know, some guy with a with a, a an effects board just overloading your senses it It feels pushed out to those extremes at the at points, but it's so multi layered The beauty of it is you can hear underneath it that kind of, you know what structure there is and it it just crushes you know it it, it absolutely pummels you even though you you're traveling along with it the composition as a result is it's just intriguing and it's fascinating I don't know what it is this this song the the next song on the album's like you know i think it's fifteen minutes long and just find myself going back and back. And, and, you know, for all that, you, you kind of right season are brilliant because of the uh, the range of psychedelic sounds that, that'll come out of them. But something uh, like Dope Purple, it, it would be kind of your core right season. But to me, this the, these ones are the kind of the primary, the real kind of pushing it out there and, and just strangely psychedelic you know like a bad trip that stuff it just like say I, I don't know why i find myself listening to this over and over but i do and that's that's as big a compliment
0: i can give it i think you have to really dunk your head into this one as well it's it's not something you can just flick on in the background it's like
2: mm. um
0: headphones go for a walk take this in sort of music and yeah it's it's from um the minds that bought you shit and shine uh, marriage and King Coffee from the Butthole Surfers is involved as well. And there's vocals here from a guy called Colby Brinkman from Taverna. No idea uh, about that band, but I'm going to have to investigate. Uh, That's a bit of a musical blind spot for me. But um, yeah, this is is what makes um, Riot Season such an interesting label. The music they put out all the more interesting. So uh, you can get this at usamexico12xu.bandcamp.com or you can get it from Riot Season. I love the fact that they say, yeah, it's 140 gram vinyl, black, comes with a redundant download code. I, I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> the album's called Del Rio, and we can play a song called Chorizo.